You're listening to Under a Pile of Books, and I'm your host, Calvin Park. I'm looking forward to talking about a number of the titles that uh, kind of are, are on my list to talk about today, uh, as well as a couple other uh, fun things or or in one in the case of at least one not maybe a fun thing, but something that is uh, in the news at uh, at present related to science fiction and fantasy. So let's go ahead and dive in. In terms of my week in review, the book that I read this past week was Thrawn Alliances by Timothy Zahn. And this is the second book in his new Thrawn trilogy. Um, So this is not his Grand Admiral Thrawn trilogy that he wrote three decades ago um, that takes place after Return of the Jedi in the old Star Wars expanded universe now called Star Wars Legends. Uh, Rather, this is uh, his new Thrawn trilogy that takes place between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, or the original Star Wars. Um... This this one was still good. I did not enjoy it as much as I enjoyed Thrawn. Uh, Thrawn was just wonderful, uh, an introduction to the character, and really put me back in mind of Thrawn, the, the Thrawn that we see in the Grand Admiral Thrawn trilogy in the Star Wars Legends timeline. This uh, Thrawn Alliance is definitely still interesting. Um, we get to see... Uh, actually, maybe the most interesting parts of this novel, for me anyway, were seeing uh, some of the character of Darth Vader in his early years. I think that that was, uh, that was definitely interesting, and that had a lot of, um, uh, sort of a lot of interesting tidbits scattered throughout uh, those perspectives in those chapters. The the novel is kind of split up over two timelines and that worked okay for me, but, but it didn't, um, it didn't entirely connect with me. I found myself really, um, connecting a bit more with the present timeline and the past timeline timeline while interesting, just didn't, didn't quite grip me as the, the present timeline did. And so when I would get to those chapters, that was often a good place for me to put the book down and go do something else. Just an experience that I had, but overall uh, still an excellent uh, book. Enjoyable. If you are into star Wars, I think you'll find a lot to enjoy in it. And uh, again, Zahn is, is a wonderful writer and uh, does characters very, very well. So um you know, I don't. It's not that I have a, a a lot to complain about with the novel or whatnot. It just didn't uh, sort of blow me out of the water, or um, you know, didn't didn't check those nostalgia boxes like uh, the uh, first novel in this trilogy did. Uh, so that's that's what I had uh, read this past week, or or at least that's the novel that I completed in the past week. Uh, Thrawn Alliances. I do have uh, Thrawn Treason, which is the third book in the uh, this new trilogy from Zahn, and I do plan to read that uh, sometime in the near future, but for my next read, I've chosen to 
do uh, to read the Ranger of Marzana. I have an arc of this, and uh, I'm unfortunately not going to get that read by release day, um, which is coming up uh, this week, actually. But uh, I will have it uh, read here very soon uh, after that and a review posted for it. So um, at least that is the plan. This one uh, caught my attention early on when I originally uh, requested uh, an arc through NetGalley. Uh, so thank you to NetGalley and the publisher for the arc. It, it definitely uh, sounds interesting, sort of in a uh, kind of classic fantasy vein. Um, there are, you know, uh, two siblings, uh, you know, one that's, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll read you the, the kind of back copy, if you will. Uh, when their father is murdered by Imperial soldiers, two siblings set out on opposite paths. One will destroy the Empire forever, and the other will save it in this thrilling new Russian-inspired epic fantasy from John Skavron. And uh, when, you, when you say things like um, Russian-inspired epic fantasy, I get uh, very interested, and I'm, you know, I'm, I really kind of want to see where this goes. Um, it, on the other hand, I have just seen in some of the blogs that I frequent and uh, some other folks that I follow on Twitter, uh, I've seen a number of people who have kind of given this, uh, this one uh, mixed reviews a bit. So uh, we'll, we'll see how I like it. We'll, we'll see where this goes uh, this week for me. All right. Um, so that that's that's what I have on deck. You know, we'll we'll see. I'm hoping to get to maybe a a, a second book this week, but um, I'm not sure that that will happen. We are uh, we being my family and I are in the midst of packing uh, for a uh, a local move just across town. Um, but you know, just because you only have 10 minutes to drive doesn't mean that it's any less of uh, packing that you have to do. So, um, my life is going to be turned a little upside down, uh, here over the next week or so. So I don't actually know how much reading I'm going to get done. Um, but, uh, the Ranger of Marzana is what I have on deck at least. Upcoming releases that have been on my radar that I'm uh, interested in or excited about, and several of these uh, I hope that uh, you will be excited about and uh, and note as well. Uh, the first of those upcoming releases is, of course, the Ranger of Marzana I already mentioned. Uh, so that's coming up, and I'll be reading that uh, this this week, and I'll let you know what I think. Also coming out this week, we have um, several uh, books that that have been on my radar for a while or uh, that I'm particularly excited about. The first of those is uh, The Cerulean Queen by uh, Sarah Kozlov, and uh, this is the fourth book in that series. So um, the... The Cerulean Queen by Sarah Kozlov is book number four in the Nine Realms series. And this is the concluding 
volume in that series. And I'm really, really, um, I have been interested in this entire series and I just have not had the opportunity yet to read it. Um, and so this series began, it was, the first book was published in January, A Queen in Hiding. And then uh, the second book in February, The Queen of Raiders. And then the third book in March, A Broken Queen. And then uh, now here in April, The Cerulean Queen. And once again, I haven't had a chance to read these, but it's interesting to me that, uh, that a traditional publisher is sort of, you know, doing this rapid release uh, schedule and releasing an entire series in four months. Uh, I hope it has gone well. Um, as I said, I've not had a chance to to read these books yet, but they have been on my radar. They sound really interesting, and a couple folks that I uh, know and respect uh, in, tr- in the reviewing community have uh, reviewed them very positively. And so I, I want to make sure that I get um, kind of get in get get onto these uh, as fast as possible. <clears throat> Excuse me. I also, uh, this this week, so we've got the Ranger of Marzana, we have the Cerulean Queen, we also have, uh, coming up, uh, here at, toward the end of April, and I'm not, we have The Girl and the Stars by Mark Lawrence. This one, I'm not, I think think it releases on the 21st of April as well, but it might be later in the week. So in any case, The Girl and the Stars, uh, this is the first book in Lawrence's new uh, Book of uh, book of the Ice series, and this is set in the same world as um, his uh, Book of the Ancestor series, but... It uh, deals with different characters and a, a different part of the world, which is really, really uh, interesting to me. I, I want to see sort of where this goes and and whatnot. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely interested. I want to read it, and uh, I don't know when I'm going to have time, but I, I definitely want to read it. So The Girl and the Stars by Mark Lawrence comes out this week as well. And then uh, a book that I have read and that I have talked about here on the podcast uh, already is coming out this week, Shorefall by Robert Jackson Bennett. Uh, this is the sequel to Foundry Side. And so if you have read Foundry Side, uh, no doubt about it, pick up Shorefall day one. It is excellent. Um, it's basically a return to form. Um, all the things you loved about Foundry Side, you're going to find uh, in Shorefall. Really enjoyable read. Uh, gripping, all of that. I've, I've talked about it, uh, as I said on the podcast. So check it out. If you've not yet read, read Foundry Side, then this is the perfect excuse, the perfect reason that you need to go pick up Foundry Side. Read that so that you can continue right along and read Shorefall. Both of them are excellent um, and highly, highly recommended. So uh, go take a look um, at those. And those four books this week that are on my radar that are releasing. So a big week uh, for releases that are kind of in in my 
what what you kind of in my vein and things that I'm interested in. So I, I hope you you check those out. And if you do, let me know what you think about them. Hit me up on Twitter, shoot me an email, and let me know what you think. All right. Uh, in terms of things in the news or just kind of other items, uh, the first of these that I wanted to talk about it was or is. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I talked about this uh, last week uh, a little bit, and I've played a lot more of this now, and it's awesome. I, I cannot say enough good things about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Remaking anything, movie, game, whatever, is filled with risks and... You know, as a fan of the original Final Fantasy VII, I will be honest and say that that I uh, w- was nervous when I first heard that they were going to be remaking this. Yes, by all means, I think updated graphics, um, you know, that that that's great, wonderful. I, I like better graphics as much as the next person. However, uh, I was I was nervous uh, about potential story changes about. Um, more of what's, uh, you know, more of what goes into the game than just the, the graphics, be, especially because Final Fantasy VII is so iconic and played such a role in my own uh, kind of childhood and, and uh, my own love of Japanese RPGs. So I was a little nervous, but um, I have to be honest, this has been incredible so far. I'm about halfway through, maybe a little better than halfway through, and uh, so I can't I can't comment on the whole thing yet, and I don't want to give any spoilers, but they've improved, in my opinion, the battle system, more action, uh, more action-oriented without uh, losing an element of thinking and strategy. This is not about button mashing. Uh, sure, some battles you can button mash your way through, but other battles, not even all of them being boss battles, just some regular battles you actually need to to think and strategize a little bit. That's something that, uh, you know, I think can be lacking in action-oriented titles. And this one feels more action-oriented, but, but has that strategic element to it as well. So really enjoyed that. Probably the thing that has stuck out to me the most is through the graphics and the uh, voice acting and the music and the expanded scale of what modern consoles and, and computer hardware offer. We're really able to see uh, much more of the character of the the major characters. So we, we get, I think, a much clearer idea of what's going on in their heads and we get uh, just a much clearer idea of who they are. And I really, really enjoy that. And this goes for Cloud, um, but it also goes for the other members of the party that you encounter here in the, the first game in the Final Fantasy VII Remake series. So I, I cannot speak uh, highly enough of the game in that regard. It's great. If you enjoyed Final Fantasy VII, get this. If you've never played Final Fantasy VII, get this. It's, it's just, it's a great game. Really, really, really love it. Um, the other bit of news, uh, is not so, not, uh, so much happy news, but, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, uh, has been canceled this year due to, uh, coronavirus concerns. And that, uh, 
sort of came out officially a couple days ago. San Diego Comic-Con is obviously a huge deal in the uh, sort of sci-fi fantasy uh, community. Uh, you know, I know, I know some, uh, I have some friends, bloggers uh, who uh, go to uh, San Diego Comic-Con regularly every year. They pick up a lot of arcs. They have a great time. Um, obviously, it's a lot more than than books and whatnot. Uh, in fact, it's really not even primarily books, but still um, huge, huge event for the sci-fi fantasy community. It's not going to be happening this year as indeed so many things are not happening. And so uh, with that kind of in mind, I do hope that you are uh, staying safe, that you're doing well, staying healthy uh, and, and all of that. On a happier note, uh, two quick final thoughts. The first of those is, uh, if you have not seen the UK cover for rhythm of war has been revealed and, uh, you can just Google UK cover rhythm of war by Brandon Sanderson and it will come up. You'll be able to see the cover. Uh, it's nice. All of the, um, you know, I know, I know folks that really, really love the UK covers for the stormlight archive and many of Brandon's books. I am myself not super enamored with those covers. I much prefer the Michael Whelan covers that the U S editions get. And, um, so I, I've, I'm really looking forward to that cover reveal and, and seeing what the, uh, what the artwork is on the cover of rhythm of war here in the, the U S I have, uh, all the other covers. I have prints of the artwork the Michael Whelan artwork for all the other covers in the Stormlight Archive. Um, you know, they're framed and hanging up around my house in, in different areas. So uh, I really love the covers for these. But the UK cover is available, and I know uh, some folks really, really love those. So that's great. Uh, if that is your thing, go check it out. And then uh, finally, I wanted to give another shout out. I've mentioned it here on the podcast before, but, but I wanted to give another shout out to the R Fantasy Virtual Con that's going on. Obviously, San Diego Comic-Con is not the only con that has canceled. All the cons have canceled. And this is a, this is a big thing for authors, uh, especially authors who do a lot of um, promotion and a lot of engagement and whatnot at these cons. They, they don't have that opportunity. I know a lot of uh, debut authors are, are feel like they're struggling because they're not able to do book tours right now. And so our fantasy, the mods there have really stepped up to plan this virtual convention, head on over there every day. They're doing different panels, different AMAs, um, just really, really cool stuff. So check it out. It, it is well worth, um, uh, you know, clicking through, asking some questions in the different panels, reading some of the responses. They're great. Um, authors have really been doing uh, just a great job talking and uh, and sharing about about their you know process or about this aspect of writing or that aspect or this thing or that thing or their books in particular or whatever. So it's been a great time uh, over there, and and I haven't even been able to to really thoroughly check out all the threads because there are just so many of them. But it's definitely worth your time. So head over there and uh, take a look uh, at our fantasy virtual con. That covers it for me today. 
I hope that uh, you, are, as I said earlier, are doing well. Uh, thank you so much for listening, as always. And as always, happy...